So, we've been in our series. I heard Lee Dunning brought a great word last week. Really good word, as he always does. And um, I was in New Mexico preaching and ministering the word, taking the word from here and ministering it in the lives of people. And, um, you know, when I was there, when I was I ministered two nights in, a, in two different services, and, and um, it was amazing how, how aware I was, and even much more aware because I've been teaching on the gifts of the Spirit, how, how ready I was to minister in different gifts of the Spirit. And one of the nights after the service is over, um, one of the pastors that were part of this, this, these meetings came up and asked me if I would come up with him and his wife and minister to this young lady. And I said, yeah. And so I came up there and the, his wife had been ministering some things to her. And so he kind of looked at me and I said, well, just, just talk. Or, you know, what, what have y'all been you know, talking about or what have you come, come up here for? And so she starts talking, and as she's talking, the Holy Ghost is talking to me. And the way it works with me is it just, it just kind of does this. It just kind of keeps coming, and God kept, she was talking, and I had the answer. She talked again, and I had another fragment of what God thought about her situation. And, you know, without going into detail about it, you know, the girl had been in a, she's, she's in her mid-20s, and she had, she was, had been engaged to some guy, and the guy ended up being kind of a loser, you know, and, uh, from what she said. And so she decided not to get married, and she was crying. And I said, what are you crying for? She said, well, I was engaged. I said, he wasn't right. Oh, yeah. Why would you want to marry Mr. Wrong? Right? I mean, Holy Ghost, you know, giving me stuff. But as I was going, and she was talking, she's a school teacher. She lives in this town where I was. And she, she was questioning whether she should even be there. And the Holy Spirit told me specifically he said this to me tell her she's right where she needs to be right now that's what he that's what he told me so what was that it was a word of knowledge why because it was in the present it was it was it was instruction to her in the present well i just i walked up there okay and the holy spirit started speaking to me and, and he willed me into and through the gift of the word of knowledge. And the gift of the word of knowledge enables us to help other people profit. And when I told her she's in the right place for right now, she just 
kind of wept and it was like this thing just got lifted off of her because she was in this turmoil well you know this didn't work out and I need to leave see the enemy try the enemy will come at you with all kinds of things number one when you don't have a covering and you don't have people that can minister to you and believe and stand with you concerning specific things but then why should we try extra hard to figure things out when God gave us one another and he gave us these gifts of the Spirit to profit us? But these gifts operate as he wills them in any given situation. I had a couple other things for her. Before the service started, I was in worship and God gave me three, two words of knowledge and a word of wisdom for three different people. And I mean, I'm saying, I'm just there to preach the word. I came, I had a message for that group of people, and I preached it both nights, what I was supposed to preach. But while I was there, the Holy Spirit willed me to operate in those two gifts to profit the people that came. And so, I'm telling you, as I've been saying this to you in the weeks that we've been teaching on this, God has given us an advantage on planet Earth. We don't have to just be like everybody else. We don't have to just settle for less or have even some form of mentality that you just never know what's going to happen and you never, you're never really going to know what the answers are to specific things. We can, number one, know answers because we have the Holy Spirit inside of us. But then there's another level of that in these special type gifts, these nine gifts of the Spirit in 1 Corinthians 12, that help us to help others profit. I mean, we got, you know, the gifts of the Spirit in 1 Corinthians 12, they can work through you for you. You can have a word for yourself. But, but generally, they're through us to profit other people. That's why God gave them. And then for those to flow through other people for you. That's why we need each other. That's why, you know, in, in given situations, you, you can't make something up and, and, and you can't, it's, it's not just because you get a good thought or a good idea, you, you, you practice and develop your faith, just your general, normal, everyday faith that you're developing in your life, and the stronger you get in your ability to hear God, the stronger you get in being able to be used and trusted to use gifts in a specific way that will profit people's lives. Not to draw attention to you, you know, in what a wonderful gift worker that you are, but that the attention is brought to how good God is to give you something to give someone else and see their life be profited and actually give them an advantage. You know, and I've seen this happen so many times, but when I, when I spoke to that girl that she was in the right place at the right time, I heard that as clear as if Brian was telling me that right now. I heard that so clear. I didn't have to ramble on and tell her all kinds of stuff or try to fix her life. or you know, She was emotional and she was crying about the situations. I just gave her those two things. I said to her, why are you crying? You don't want to marry Mr. Wrong. And then I said to her, by the Spirit of God, that God had something good for her right there for right now. 
simple. You just remember, they're just fragments. Um, sometimes we want the gifts of the Spirit to kind of, you know, be a tablet that God's writing on. He, we want him to give us all the information, you know. Yeah, but God, tell me this. You know, somebody's prophesying over at this place. I want to run over there and get a prophecy, you know, so I can, you know. And, it, and there's nothing, I mean, good words at, good, at right time are, are good. But you don't want to be led by those things. You want those things to confirm things on the inside of you. Because if I was, you know, I'll probably never see that girl again. But if I was to talk to her right now and, and ask her the question, did that bear witness in your heart? Yeah, but she was confused. And what happens is those words of wisdom and knowledge will cut through confusion and, and, and things in the natural and get right down to where, where the real truth is. And the truth only comes from God. And I don't know about you, but I want the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Amen? I don't want any of the other stuff. I don't care about anything. I want stuff that works. Right? And you and I are put on this planet for this stuff to work. So I'm saying that to you because you need to be developing these gifts and exercising them and listening to God wanting you to be used in something that is more than just natural faith being developed. So, we're going to look at a few things tonight. Um, <clears throat> we're talking tonight about, we talked about the three revelation gifts. Word of wisdom, word of knowledge, the gift of the word of wisdom, gift of the word of knowledge, and the gift of the discerning of spirits. And now tonight we're going to start at the beginning of the three power gifts, and we're going to start with the gift of faith. And the reason that I'm taking two weeks on each of these is because it's real important that we talk about what this gift isn't. And it's just, you know, a lot of times people can have ideas and we just kind of mix all the ideas and the thoughts together and we don't know how to separate those. Um, through the years, I mean, because we've taught a lot about this here, so I believe that most of you that have been here any time understand this, but for years when I first started pastoring, I was amazed at how many people didn't know the difference in spirit, soul, and body. They just thought that we get born again and we just try to figure it out. But you've got to separate the three, even though that we're, we're, we're a one person, we're one being, but we, got, we have three parts, same way that God is three in one. And, and you have to separate and understand that so you know what you're up against. If you're always fighting spiritual battles when a lot of times things are just the result of some bad thinking that you have, and, and you don't know how to renew your mind, then you're, 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 you're battling something that you think is one thing when it's really something else. And I'll just tell you this, when you think you're battling the devil and you're really not, you think you're battling a specific spirit and you're really not, and you're, you're hollering and screaming and coming against specific spirits and that's not it, I mean, they, they think you're a joke. I know because I've done it. <laughs> and it doesn't work. You can yell and scream and holler and spit and everything else and nothing's going to happen. What happens is when, when we learn to understand what it is that we're dealing with and how to operate in certain things that God has given us and, and do it correctly, then it just, it just works. I mean, God's stuff just works. 
You do his word and you do it right, it just absolutely works. Amen? So, tonight we're talking about the gift of faith. And, um, <clears throat> and, and tonight, just real quickly, because we don't have a lot of time, I want two or three people tonight, if you have, hear me what, what, what I want you to share. Since we've been teaching on this, okay, not things that happened 10 years ago or whatever, but since we've been teaching on the gifts of the Spirit, does anybody that has, especially the revelation gifts, these last three that, that we've talked about, is there anybody that has something that you've seen happen in your life where you operated in one of those gifts or that you felt like you were or maybe you struggled with it or you had thoughts or whatever. Just, just something, just two or three minutes of a little encouragement to the people about something that you've operated in or you felt like was one of those gifts I want you to share here right now. So as I, as I read what I'm going to read, be thinking about that and think whether you want to you know, put yourself on the line here. <clears throat> Um, so just, just a refresher, and I, I'm, I'm just going to refresh your memory of, of the things that I've talked about um, in, in regards to these nine gifts of the Spirit. We mentioned that there, that there were three different categories, and the first category are the three gifts that I just mentioned, the gift of the word of knowledge, the gift of the word of wisdom, and the gift of the discerning of spirits are the revelation gifts because they do what? They reveal something, right? There's something that they reveal to us. Tonight we're starting the first of the three power gifts that do something. The gift of, the gift of faith, the gift of healings, and the, the gift of the working of miracles because they do something. And then the third set of these spiritual gifts are the inspirational gifts. And it's the gift of prophecy, the gift of tongues, and, the, and then the gift of the interpretation of tongues. And when we get to those, I think a lot of you, maybe if you've heard of things or maybe you've, you've thought you, you know, that, that tongues were crazy or... or things that had to do with tongues were crazy or people that operated in tongues were nuts or whatever. When we get to these gifts and we really explain what the Bible says about them, they're going to make a lot of sense to you. But I just want you to remember that these gifts are here to profit you and the people around you. And you know, you know this, I'm going to say this one thing and then if somebody has something they want to share. Um, these gifts are here to profit. And think about this. Every time you go somewhere, I, I, I've, I've been saved for over 37 years and I've, been, I've had this type of teaching all my life and I've taught it for years. And so I'm aware of it. But you can teach it and you can hear it taught and you can do nothing with it and it won't profit you or anybody around you. But like when I drove to the state I drove to and, and preached this last week, I went there aware of these gifts in operation in case God willed me to use these gifts in the lives of other people. And I didn't go there prepared, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to 
find somebody that looks like they need a word and deliver it. You know, somebody that looks like they're down and out and I'm going to give them some word of knowledge. That doesn't work. It just absolutely doesn't work. But when you develop faith in God and trust on a day-to-day basis and you're learning to live your life and your focus is on Jesus, what happens is you can go to Starbucks and just sit down at a table and be aware of the fact that the Holy Ghost in you, if he wants to will a gift to be used in a given situation, man, think about how your focus stays on God and being aware of the presence of God on a, on a day-to-day basis versus being aware and focused on all other kinds of things. Think about having something that is a gift that has been given to humanity that you have been honored and privileged to be used by God to deliver into the lives of someone else. Wow. i tell you what, that'll, that'll keep you focused and your heart turned toward God with expectation because I'm telling you what, when you, when you give someone a word and you know it was right, it, not based on how they necessarily receive it, but when you know it's right and you deliver it, it's like, man, there's nothing else. And there's a lot of other stuff. But in the moment, there's something that's so fulfilling about being used. And, and that's, not because, that's not because you've been saved for 30 years and now you're qualified, right? That's, that's not because you have four degrees and now you're qualified no that's for everybody you've been saved for a week you're a prime candidate to be used in the gifts of the spirit i mean you know it has to be developed and you have to be able to know how to hear from god and the younger you are and things like that you could kind of get a little wild with it you know but you know what that's all right god god will teach you he'll train you he'll he'll develop it and you keep people around you you know and somebody may kick you and say i was really stupid you know, that didn't even make any sense at all. That wasn't God, you know. I mean, sometimes people will be around you to help you, to encourage you. But you know what? I don't care how many times that I screw it up thinking that I'm hearing from God. Somebody tells me or, or, or I, I realize I, I said something and it wasn't totally right. Man, I'm just going to correct it and do it again. I, I'm prime candidate. I'm open. I want to be used. You understand? I don't want... I don't want to be chasing everybody else around seeing if somebody's got a word for me. I want to be in a position where I can give words and it's not weird and it's not goofy. It's supernatural. But it's for everybody. Amen? So, anybody have something? Come on, Josh. Do we have a, do we have a mic down here? Ah, a mic. Ask and you shall receive. Well, um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, my very first kit table came into Cracker Barrel, and it was about 6 o'clock in the morning, 6.15. And it was a black man and a white woman, and they're about your age. And, uh, and I greeted them and just, you know. I was, 35? Yeah. Yeah, about 35. More right? like 25, I think. 25, yeah. yeah somewhere along there, yeah. But anyways, uh, when I greeted him, like, he just had a good spirit about him. I could tell by the way he answered me that, like, he knew the word or something involved, you know, somewhere he was, inve- you know, he'd found something. And so he sits down on the table and starts waiting on him. It turns out he's a trucker from Oklahoma, and uh, the woman he's with is his girlfriend, and she works at the Love's um, Fill-Up there by Comfort. And uh, he had, he came down there and met her and was attracted to, she was a Christian, and at the time he was not. And because of the relationship that he built with her or found out with her, he became a Christian. And apparently it had been like, you know, a month or maybe it felt real fresh. 
So, you know, as we're talking and stuff like that, and, you know, God's many times brought people to me, you know, so many times so that they could speak a word into my life or I could speak a word into their life. He was talking about, and we were talking and stuff, and he said, um, you know, man, I wish I could just, you know, he said, I got all this stuff I want to just, you know, kind of pour into other people, but it seems like everywhere I go, you know, people are just, you know, pouring into me. This stuff just, is just coming my direction. And in my heart, I could feel, you know, I heard this seasons, and I was just like, well, it's your season. I said, you're in your spring season right now, and you're going to get all the rain that you need. So once you get into your fall season, you're going to bear all the fruit that you are destined, you know, and prepared, uh, God's prepared you to bring. And uh, it doesn't feel real special, but man, it was the right thing, you know, just he, he needed to know that that was the season. It was his season to take it in so he could give it out later. Yeah, that's a good word, huh? How good is that? That's good. You see, I mean, what, what, what Josh got a great opportunity. Josh missed it to a lot of people. I get people all the time. Oh, does Josh go to your church? Yeah, sure does. I know him too. Personally, I know him. Yeah. Somebody else. <clears throat> good word, Josh. Anybody else have anything that they've sensed? Just, yes, come on. Um, sorry, I'm a little nervous to do this because this was a word um, that I'd gotten personally, but it has blessed others through it. And I got it in the beginning of June. Um, I've been wanting to go to the Southwest Believers Convention, so I was planning for that, and I had some unexpected expenses come up. And I was working diligently in the beginning of June to pay off $3,000 worth of stuff. And so Southwest Believers Convention wasn't even saved for. And so I sat down in my chair and he mentioned rain. We've been having a lot of rain and I was just praying and I asked God, what am I supposed to do about Southwest Believers Convention? And I believe the Holy Spirit told me, showers of blessing, believe me for the money for the hotel room. You can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens you. And then he told me what hotel, the Embassy Suites Hotel, check in Sunday night, check out Saturday, do not be moved by what you see, trust in me to see the manifestation. He told me reserve it with a credit card, but you will pay cash and open up the room to others. And then the, the scripture he talked about was Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And last week, um, a couple found out that I was interested in going and sewed money towards the hotel room. And I am paying cash for that hotel room. And I have opened it up. And there's uh, someone that's never gotten to go to the Southwest Believers Convention that's getting to go, um, as well as another person. So there's going to be three of us that are going to be blessed at this conference. And had I not had a word from God, I probably would have just said, oh, well, I'll go to Wave Conference. <laughs> I'll mm -hmm. go to Southwest next year. Mm -hmm. But showers of blessing. Awesome. That's good. Awesome. See how that came through her. And now, sometimes... Sometimes people think, okay, so God tells you stuff just exactly, you know, like that. Well, how else do you want information to come to you? If, if I've got the answer for something that you need, do you want me to be real vague and just kind of talk in circles and, well, you know, talk in Chinese or whatever and you have no idea what I'm saying? No, you want it directly and to the point. Well, that, that should encourage you that God, God really can be very direct, especially when he shows us something and then it comes to pass. See, then it manifests. It, we can hear all kinds of voices, 
But we want to we learn, and that's why we have to practice this and practice hearing God and practice being used in the gifts of the Spirit so that the gifts, as they flow through us, cause us to be more aware of how to hear. That's what I've learned. That I, you know, when I, when I was, you know, when I told you last week when I was in those services and God was speaking these words to me, I, I, could, hear, I, I could hear more clear than I've ever heard before. Shouldn't it be that way? Shouldn't you be increasing in your ability to hear? Yeah, I mean, it was so clear. There was no question. It didn't have to be emotional. I didn't have to yell and scream and spit and holler and all those kind of things. I, it just, just tell them. Just tell them. God gave it to me. I spoke it to them. I'm telling you, that girl is profiting. Those people are profiting because of those words. She's profiting. He's profiting. The people are profiting. People are increasing. That's what they're for. They're to cause people to profit. Amen? One more. Anybody else? Yes, come on. Well, I feel that um, my gift is the discernment of spirit uh, gift. And I can often uh, see someone and I can tell when they're either in a physical pain and they're not saying it or even a, something spiritually that they're wounded and um, it's not so much for correction or anything like that but to pray for them and I'll, I'll say something to them and they like, you understand me. Like if, if, if it, I'll say, do you have a headache? And they go, yeah, I do. I, I didn't say anything or but sometimes it's a woundedness that I recognize. And uh, sometimes I'll just say something like, you're going to get through this. It's not always going to be like that. Mm -hmm. and, and just speak a word of encouragement. And that just, just turns things around for them. Right. Awesome. And, and I think, too, what Isabel's talking about right there, the, dis, the, the gift of the discerning of spirits is seeing into the spirit realm and seeing what type of a spirit is affecting somebody. But I think it, the discernment that we and that she operates in many times, like in, that, in a situation like that, is a word of knowledge. Indirectly, in you know, at, like asking somebody a question in the present is your head hurting, you know, or is something going on right there? And, the, and she operates real strongly in that, and I see it. And, and that, that's why we, when we understand how to operate in the specific gifts, then they become more clear, and we become more aware of how to tap into those. So, good words, good examples. And um, I want to get in just to the beginnings of this, this gift of... Um, the gift of faith. So, remember also that as, as, as we've talked over the last little bit, um, that these gifts are supernatural gifts. They're not natural gifts. You know, a natural gift is a natural gift, but a supernatural gift is something of the supernatural. It's, it's beyond the natural. We have to remember that because the Holy Spirit wants to do things supernaturally in our lives. Um, one of the things that I want you to see about this gift of faith, and I, and I want to I kind of lay this out in three different types of faith. 
okay? Or three different types of gifts, if you will. And I'll, and I'll, I'll show you what I mean by this. Um, in Romans 8 and verse 14, it says, As many as are led by the Spirit of God, it says these are the sons of God. So, as we are led by the Spirit, we get results when we're led by the Spirit, but it's not necessarily the manifestation of a supernatural gift, like one of these nine gifts of the Spirit. So, it's important that you understand God always wants us to hear His voice and to be led by His Spirit. But then there are things and, and there are times when He will will us in these different types of gifts. And I, and I want us to kind of go into that and look at that tonight. Um, so, in Ephesians 2, take me a minute to try to get into this, but but just, I want to make this point, and I think this, this is something that you need to hear, and it will make a whole lot more sense. In Ephesians 2, in verse 8, it says, For by grace you've been saved through faith. By grace you've been saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. So, we see here, in Ephesians, that there is a saving faith that is a gift also, right? It's not a supernatural faith, if you will, because see, all these gifts of the Spirit in, in 1 Corinthians 12 are supernatural gifts. This saving gift or this kind of, I mean, the saving faith or this just general faith that every person has, everybody's been dealt a measure of faith. And it's what we do with that faith day to day that determines how my life is lived, whether I continue to live in the fears that were in my life before or I continue to get delivered of fear and living by faith. But it's a general faith. It's a gift, but it's a saving faith, a general uh, measure of faith that I've been given. And it's important to know that that gift of faith is not the gift of faith of 1 Corinthians 12, the supernatural gift. Because a lot of times people want to just say, well, and I've heard people say this. I've heard, I've heard lots of people make this statement before. That, well, I'll have faith if God wills me to have faith. I will have faith if God wills me to have faith. Well, the gift of faith in 1 Corinthians 12 is as the Lord wills, right? But that's not general saving faith. You'll have faith and the gift of saving faith if you choose to confess with your mouth as a result of believing in your heart. And there's an initial salvation, but then there's a saving of your soul through faith that happens every day. And that gift of faith... Everybody say gift. Something that was given to you and there was nothing you had to pay for in any way, shape, or form. It was freely given, freely we receive it, and I promise you it'll work if you develop it. 
But that saving kind of general foundational faith in our life is not the faith of 1 Corinthians 12, and it's not some people have faith and some people don't. It just depends on whether God wills it or not. See, the problem with that is it'll just so happen that he won't will it to you. And yet, every man has been dealt the same measure of faith. Whether faith, it's kind of like everybody's been given a body, but the outcome of your body is determined on what you do with it. How you eat, how you exercise, how you take care of it. Where you see one body that's more developed than another, it's because there's been, there's been exercise that's gone into the development of that body. Well, it's the same way with faith. Every person has been dealt the same measure of faith. And whether that faith works, whether you have faith and confidence and trust in God, depends on whether you exercise that and develop it from situation to situation, circumstance to circumstance that you face. But that's general faith. And God does not want us to confuse general faith and the gift of faith. Next week, when we, we're going to talk about, I'm going to give you probably, I'm going to spend the whole time giving you probably about six examples in the Bible where the gift of faith was in operation. I think it's most important tonight that we talk about what the gift of faith isn't so we make sure that we understand it. Can you say Amen. Um, <clears throat> so, okay, so I'm, I'm going to say it like this and then, then jump to this next point I want to make. So, the supernatural gifts of 1 Corinthians 12, okay, those gifts don't operate by the gift of faith. The gifts in 1 Corinthians 12, the nine gifts of the Spirit, operate as the Lord wills them to people that live by general faith. They live by the saving faith that they got born again with. I don't want, I, I mean, it's not like this is, this is deep, but when you're hearing something that you haven't heard before, it takes time to really grab a hold of what's being said here. That's why I encourage you to go on the website and download and, or listen to messages over and over again, especially these on the gifts of the Spirit, because I believe without a doubt that it's this day and time that the gifts of the Spirit are so needed in our lives. We, we, we don't want to live short of how, what, how God wants us to live on planet Earth. He put us here not to live less than or, or without. He, he, he put us on planet Earth to live as overcomers, to live on top and not underneath. And he's given us all these gifts to operate on our behalf to give us an advantage over the devil and the demonic spirits that operate through people in, in, in the world that want to bring us down. I'm telling you, if you serve God and you sit under the word and you listen to information, the enemy's going to come after you with everything that he can, which all he has is deception. He's defeated. He has no power and ability over us except what we give him. And when our minds tell us that things that we see are more real than what God's word says is true, he's got us beat. 
I'm telling you, you're born again, spirit-filled, love God, love people, and all that kind of stuff, but you live a defeated life, see, because you're not learning and developing your ability to believe that God is more real and true than anything that you see with your eyes or hear with your ears or anything that anybody else says. If you work a job somewhere and somebody's telling you that, you know, word is that they're going to lay you off and you're going to be fired and all of a sudden your mind starts going to bills that you have or situation, you know, what am I going to do about this? And Then you hear somebody else talking about it. I mean, I, I have truly seen people in situations where they, they were looking for another job before anybody ever from the workplace ever said anything about losing their job because they thought what they heard was more real. And, and, and even if they would have lost that job, if their faith is in God, I'm not saying it's easy. If it's easy, everybody do it. I'm not saying it's, it's not, it, there's not challenges. Man, there's major challenges with believing God. But listen, the truth is this. The job you got, if God got you that job, he gets you the next job, right? By the Spirit of God, he'll lead you to the next. And, and look, and he'll show you opportunities and things that are out there for you to step into. And that's where, as we're developing our faith, we make ourselves candidates to be used in the, with the gifts of the Spirit. He will will them to people that know how to trust Him, you know, that are developing that ability to trust. Don't get me wrong when I say that, that trust Him perfectly. No, no, no. I'm saying people that are developing their trust and their faith, their general faith, so that in situations like what we'll talk about next week, in these type of situations that the gift of faith can be in operation, we can see things happen that we never would have thought happened, not only in our own lives, but in the, in the lives of other people. Amen? So don't forget that. They don't, the, the, the gifts of the Spirit don't operate by the gift of faith. The gifts of the Spirit operate as a result of developed general faith. Amen? Mark 9.23 says, If you can, all things are possible to them that believe. If you can, all things are possible to them who believe. So, if you can, if you're, if, well, let me ask you this question. Can you? Okay then all things are possible to you. I'll ask you again, can you? Can you based on this verse? Yes or no? Yes, okay. Then all things are possible to you. So that means, if you're answering yes, that means you're saying, well, I mean, I mean in the back of your mind, you're back of your mind saying, well, Pastor, I think I can. Yeah, okay, but you're still developing it. What this is saying is, if you can really believe, if you're developing a belief system, then all things are possible to you as you believe. So as you're believing and developing your faith, your general faith on a day-to-day -day basis, do you become a candidate to be used by the gifts of the Spirit? Listen to me. You can have had a really bad day and feel unworthy and operate in the gift of faith or the gift of the word of wisdom or the gift of the word of knowledge because it's as he wills. And he's not as concerned about our mistakes as we are. We were taught he was, like he's after us for our mistakes, you know. He's really holding, you know. He's, he's drawn a line with the blood of Jesus. 
I don't know if Preston's on this side or this side. See, that, I mean, that, that's what we think. I mean, we, people have been taught that. I'm not saying we've taught that here, but generations has been taught that way, that God's really focused on your mistakes, and he's really not. You know, I, and that's not a license to just continue on and just keep making mistakes, you see. But he's really not as concerned about that. And so he will use you at times to get you out of a mess. Let's say Josh is having a bad day over at the Cracker Barrel. You know, said 14 people come in and they left him a $1.25 tip total. He's looking for somebody to slap. Hmm? All of a sudden, some guy walks in and boom. Something start, all of a sudden, just something starts working. And what God is saying is, listen to me. Everybody look at me when I say this. What he's saying is this. You're valuable to me. I need you. I need to get this over to this guy. Huh? And then all of a sudden, Josh's whole attitude changes. He starts paying people to come and eat. <laughs> Not really. If you go to Cracker Barrel, leave Josh a big tip. Amen? Sorry, I shouldn't have yelled that loud. But do you, do you hear what I'm saying? It changes your whole attitude. When God, when you realize how valuable that you are to God and how important that you're, you connected to Him is to Him to get His His purpose and plans accomplished in the lives of people i mean i i I thank god it's changing but for years people had people would stone you for saying that god depends on you or that god thinks that you're a valuable piece to what he wants to accomplish in the earth but those thank god those thoughts are changing because it's the truth he set it up this way he needs us He needs us to be connected, and he needs us to utilize these gifts because the more you develop these gifts and you use them, the more you use them, and the more people will be benefited and profited. The more you stay focused on hearing God, I don't know about you, but I'd rather have answers for people instead of being part of the problem. I mean, it really is, it really is profitable to be able to be amongst a group of people that are bickering and gossiping and talking bad about other people and be able to talk good, man, it's empowering. And not like looking down on people because they're doing it, but being a part of, of something that is the difference. Have you ever been around people that, that well, you know, I was, anyway, you know, <clears throat> If you're around somebody that cusses all the time, you don't have to hammer them about cussing. You just be who you are. And if you don't cuss, you know what will happen? Over time, they just kind of all of a sudden, you know, I've had people tell me, oh, I'm sorry. You say, I'm sorry. They didn't even know I was a Christian. Or they didn't know anything about it, but I just, I didn't use language that they were using. And all of a sudden, their life was convicted. That's the way it should work. See, we don't look down on people. You know, man, all I got to do is remember in my day. So we don't have to look down on people. We just make a difference. 
It's empowering to make a difference in a group of people where everybody's following a leader and acting stupid because the next person is. And, you know, I don't want to look like a geek. Man, I want to look like a geek. Because spiritually, I look like bad dude. Amen? So, so, general faith, saving faith, is not the gift of faith. And the gifts of the Spirit don't operate by the gift of faith. Okay? And then, and then here's another category. Look at Galatians 5 and verse 22. And then I'm going to be done because it's time. 5 and 22. <clears throat> But the fruit, the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy and peace and long-suffering and kindness and goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such there is no law. The King James has the word in there, faith. The fruit of the Spirit is, one of the fruits of the Spirit is faith, but it's translated here correctly it's actually faithfulness in other words it's fruit has to do with character and it's an ongoing developing thing if you're developing faith if you're developing general faith the faith that's been dealt to you if you're developing that on a day-to-day basis what's going to happen is faithfulness which is a fruit of the spirit is going to develop into a character that is, can be trusted by God and can be trusted to be used in the gifts of the Spirit. Did you hear me? But that faith as a fruit of the Spirit is not the gift of faith in 1 Corinthians 12 and it's not the saving gift of faith in Ephesians 2.8. It's faithfulness as a result of developed foundational general saving faith and as we develop that and it becomes real to us and God becomes real to us day to day the things that we do and that we operate in will be what he wills especially where these gifts of the spirit are concerned we're led by the spirit of God all those who are led by the spirit of the sons of God constantly as our faith is developed we're learning to develop our hearing not just natural hearing but spiritual hearing on the inside to where we know that God is real and being led by the spirit produces great results natural and supernatural results because God is supernatural but general faith is not the gift of faith and the fruit of faith is not the gift of faith or general faith. And it's just important, and I wanted to say this to you tonight, and I'm, gonna, I'm just ending with this tonight. It's just very important that you understand the difference so that you can be confident in how you operate in the gifts of the Spirit and that you can be used by God to deliver fragments or pieces of the mind of God in a given situation that will help you and help others to profit. I don't know about you, but I'm in the profiting business. Hmm? 
I want to profit today, and I want to profit tomorrow, and I want to help other people profit. How about you? I'm in the profiting business, and I'm telling you, you can't profit. I'm going to say it again. You can't profit effectively without the Spirit of God working and operating in your life. Not effectively. You can, you can profit in dollars and cents, and you can profit in ways that it looks like you're advancing, but if your character's not advancing, if trust and confidence in a God that you can't see with your natural eyes or feel or touch just in the natural realm, you know, I mean, without, other than physical manifestations that happen, that's not, but that's not the general way. If you can't, if you're not trusting God, and developing that trust on a day-to-day basis, you can't truly profit because profit comes from the Spirit of God and the voice of God and the truth of God's Word becoming real to us. There's a passage of Scripture that says, for you to be to operate in the true anointing of God and the true riches of God, to operate in the true riches or the true profit, which is the anointing, you have to be faithful in the natural things. And as we're faithful in natural things and develop our faith and confidence in God, it opens the door to spiritual things that we didn't even dream were possible. And I'll tell you this tonight as we end. The whole world is looking for the supernatural. The whole world is. For all the different psychic numbers that are out there for people to call and get advice about their future, those things would go bankrupt because people aren't interested in the supernatural. They're interested in the supernatural. Like never before, and I believe it's happening, it's the responsibility of the church to rise up and allow the supernatural to, to operate and flow through us. I'm just telling you, the supernatural is not spooky. It's real. And it has to become more real to us than even what we see with our natural eyes. But it's not a spooky, weird, goofy thing. It's a supernatural thing. I'm so grateful and thankful. Amen. Heavenly Father, tonight we thank you for your people. I thank you for your word. I thank you for revelation that's going deep in the hearts of your people tonight. That these basic revelational truths of your word would become more real to us than anything so that these truths can affect not only our lives, but the people around us. And these truths of your word keep us from being distracted by natural things, by natural offenses or roots of bitterness or issues between people, factions that there are between groups of people and even even jobs and businesses and cities and states and nations. We don't, we, we don't want any division. We want to be in one accord so that suddenly it's begin to happen. They had Pentecost, they were all in one accord and suddenly, suddenly, we're people that are in one accord with your word and in tune with your spirit so that things happen suddenly in a given situation and time. We bless you. We honor you tonight, Father. In Jesus' name. And everybody said yes and amen.